to Your Bossy Podcast. We are on Season 3, Episode 4. And for today's episode, it is titled, I Love Me. Instead of saying, I love you, it is about yourself, okay? So instead of giving love to others, it will be about giving love to ourselves. And how do we have that like self-love? This will be the very last episode of this season. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, then feel free to go and listen in. In the other episodes, you get to know about the relationships I was in and how toxic they were, how I overcame it, what happened, so that you kind of get this picture of me and what it was like for me when I didn't have self-love and self-value. Everything in those episodes definitely shaped me to find this confidence, to find the self-love, to find myself, to start working on myself. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, then feel free to go and listen to those episodes. Now let's get into this episode. This episode is not going to be talking about any past relationships that I've had. This will be talking about myself and how I eventually started working on that self-love and self-value part okay I feel like when you talk about self-love or if you identify that somebody has self-love I feel like it's so much more than what it appears like there's endless work there there's a lot to uncover there it's not just one single thing that identifies that oh this person has self-love it's a lot of things that proves that a person has self-love i think that self-love is something that you constantly have to do for yourself so i have my tablet here because this topic it just needs to be organized and i came up with what my definition of self-love is i believe that self-love is anything concerning just you or by you so it's very short but it's a lot of things like it's it can mean a lot of things i could get into the specifics but i'm just gonna use myself and as, as an example i broke it down into like three different parts of physically mentally and spiritually and then i'm gonna share with you like the before like what i was like before i started working on myself and what it's like after or while i was working on myself what did i change okay so we'll start with the physical stuff first as I go through these, you will see that um, maybe some of these things might fit with you or maybe some of these things you disagree with. But these are things that I believe and these are things that I've practiced. So these are the things that worked for me. So it doesn't mean that this is what you have to follow in order to have self-love. OK, these are just the things that I did. So for the physical part. Before with fitness, I would work out for the slimmest waist and the biggest butt. And this was kind of like um, society's expectation of that you had to look a certain way in order to be considered hot. And I was chasing this image that society has put on me. And with the fitness stuff too, there was even moments where I would work out to prove a point to my exes and to get this hot body or to make them feel like they lost somebody super hot. I think some of us have been there where we did this for other people and it was not for us. Other things I did physically was I would wear makeup to feel confident. I couldn't even 
go out without feeling like I needed to wear makeup. It would be even as little as like just running an errand to my parents' house. I would have this fear of that if I ran into somebody and they would see like my natural face and my natural beauty and, and you know, they've never seen it before or whatever, then they would criticize me or they would judge me or they would talk about me and say, oh, she's, she's so ugly without makeup, you know? So I had that fear and I lacked a lot of confidence in that area physically as well i would wait on others to do things that i wanted to do because i was afraid of doing it alone and this is like just the appearance of being in a space where it's not normalized to be there alone for example like being at the movies or being at the restaurants it's not normal to be in those areas by yourself in the u.s but people are starting to practice it a lot more um, but it's not a normal thing that we do I would miss out on watching a movie that I really enjoyed because I didn't have somebody to go with. And even if I was hungry and I wanted to eat at this restaurant, I would not do it because the thought of sitting there alone eating by myself and everybody watching me was something that I was afraid of. The last thing that I struggled with physically was things like gifts, right? Like I would wait for others to celebrate me and when they didn't, I would just be so sad and I would feel so unworthy. It's, it's not like everybody can celebrate your birthday at all times. Not everybody's going to um, celebrate your milestones or your accomplishments at all time. So I struggled with feeling like what I did was worthy or feeling like I was appreciated by people when they did not celebrate me. And, you know, it made me feel sad quite often because, you know, um, I actually didn't grow up uh, being celebrated by my parents, like on my birthdays. We never had cake or anything. So I had this desire to find people or surround myself with people that would celebrate me, but they can't celebrate every single part of me, you know, um, there would be times where they would miss out on certain things. And that would make me feel very sad. So those were the things that I really struggled with physically, with the whole self love stuff. And after when I started working on the physical self love, I started doing things like I started working out for myself. I didn't work out to prove a point to my exes or to have the hot, hottest body or the biggest booty or the slimmest waist anymore. I worked out to have a better lifestyle for me and for my health and to gain strength for me. That was something that was really big for me. And that was actually my very first step to starting out with self-love. It was when I started working out for myself. There was also little things like self-care stuff where I would like pamper myself, whether it was taking a bath or doing a face mask or getting my hair done, my nails, or just, you know, anything of like the hygiene or beauty in that area of just doing things that I enjoyed doing that needed a little bit of attention or something. So I would do those kind of things to kind of love myself. And, you know, it's not for everybody. Um, some of us don't like doing some of these stuff and that's totally okay. But some of us enjoy the treatment. So these kind of things that you do for yourself really makes yourself feel good. Other self-care stuff as well, like gifts, right? When you buy yourself flowers or you buy yourself desserts or you buy yourself food that you feel like you haven't had in a while and you don't need anybody to buy it for you. You can buy it for yourself. 
And for some reason, like it never occurred to some of us where we're like, oh, I can buy myself flowers. I don't need a partner to buy it for me to feel like I deserved it or to feel like I'm beautiful and and like they appreciate me and, and they see me. We can do these things for ourselves. So that was something that I really worked on doing for myself as well. Another thing that I worked on and definitely improved in was the ability to wear makeup when I want to. Instead of feeling the need to wear makeup, I stopped wearing makeup to just go out to the simplest errands. I stopped wearing makeups to events. If I didn't want to wear it, then I didn't wear it. If I wanted to wear it, then I would wear it. So it was because of my choosing and not because of the outside noise. And last but not least, but doing things I want to do even though my partner doesn't want to do it or even though I didn't have somebody to do it with. Like I would go to movies by myself. I would go and eat at restaurants by myself. So I didn't have that fear of people judging me at all because I could not care less if people are feeling like, oh my God, she's so lonely. She's so sad. She's eating by herself. That doesn't matter to me because I'm actually not sad at all eating by myself. I'm actually content and I'm so happy and and I love myself so much that I'm able to be here eating by myself. So those are all of the things that I learned to show myself self-love physically. It takes small step, okay? You will feel uncomfortable in the beginning, but it will start to become a norm for you. And it will start to feel like you are really appreciating yourself and doing things for yourself, okay? So don't give up even if it feels uncomfortable, even if you feel like um, it might not be for you. It's just because it's new and you haven't done it before. The next thing is the mental stuff. Before, I would mentally want to do better for other people. And, um, you know, this goes along the lines of like the physical stuff too, of like working out and stuff. But inside of me, I would feel like I needed to do it for other people. It was never ever for myself. It was always for the good of other people. Um, This came to the areas of like, you know, working out or dressing a certain way, looking a certain way or even behaving a certain way. Like, you know, when you work at a corporate or something and you have to act a certain way, you know, those were the things where I would want to do better for others. I would chase and I would want to improve just for other people, but it was not what I wanted for myself. Another thing is I would say and make posts about self-love, but you could tell that I didn't have self-love. And this was around the time of when I would go through like breakups or when I was in a complicated spot in my relationship, I would make posts about self-love and self-value and all that kind of stuff. But you could tell that I was going through something and that I was just preaching it, but you couldn't feel it within me and I feel like this happens quite often you know where you see somebody where they preach a lot of self-love but you can tell that they are just trying to remind themselves or trying to tell themselves that they have self-love and they are just getting there but they don't quite have it yet last but not least I would think that I could not do anything alone could not drive to a certain area alone i could not eat alone i could not go to the movies alone i could not appear at gatherings alone i could not go out with my friends alone and i had that mindset of that i always needed my partner there or that thing inside of me just like wanted my partner there at all times my mind would tell me that i could not do it unless i had my partner there 
So these were the things that I struggled with mentally. When I started working on myself and and improving that self-love, I was wanting to do better for myself. I was wanting to improve all aspects of my life for myself, whether it was physically, mentally, spiritually, or whatever, I wanted to do it for myself. And that drive in my head would tell me that it's for you, it's not for anybody else. And it almost sounds like you're selfish, but it's not selfish. You can have self-love and self-value and have boundaries. So I would have that mindset of wanting to improve for myself and not for anybody else. Also mentally, I was detaching myself from having that need to feel like I needed to depend on somebody or I needed that partner to be there for me or I needed anybody to be present in order for me to do anything. And letting that go really allowed me to be independent and I started working on being independent where I could do things by myself now. It led me to being okay in solitude as well, where I didn't feel like I was going to go insane if I was alone in my own space. And last but not least, I started to believe in myself to do things alone. That mindset of believing yourself causes you to have that courage to take the next step to actually do it. And so when I started to believe in myself that I am capable and I'm strong and I have the strength, then it led me to actually do the things physically. So these were all of the things that I improved mentally and there's so much more to it, but those were all the things that I could think of (laughs) next. So spiritually, um, before I was the type of person where I did not meditate and I did not manifest at all. I was the type of person where I used to judge people or I remember taking this class, this college class, and there was a classmate and I think you heard this story before, but she was telling us to meditate and I thought it was like the dumbest thing ever. Looking back, she definitely knew what she was doing because meditating and manifesting really allows your spirit to uplift itself and then really allows you mentally and then it allows you physically, right? So before I did not have any of that stuff. And after, of course, I started to meditate and I started to manifest positive energy. You'll hear a lot of the times where I'm like positive this, positive that. It's because the more you tell yourself something nice, the more your body feels it, the more you give out that kind of energy. So it's not just all to show, but it's because it has value to your overall health. So I started improving because I started manifesting and I started meditating and, you know, it allowed me to have that inner peace and to start having better energy. So these were all of the things mentally, spiritually and physically where you get to see where I was like before and what I'm doing now to kind of improve in those areas. Like I said, it's something that always constantly needs your attention. You will constantly have to show yourself self-love. You will constantly have to remind yourself. You will constantly have to meditate and have to manifest Just like how when you love somebody, you constantly have to show them that you love them. You don't just expect them to know that you love them because at one period of time, you showed them that you love them. It is something that you constantly have to do. I would say that overall, my whole journey of like finding self-love ever since I started my physical fitness, that's kind of like what started me to start working on myself and start loving myself. But What really led me to working on that self-love and that self-value was my trip to Thailand. 
because my trip to Thailand was solo, I had a lot of time to be in my own presence. And when you allowed yourself to be in solitude like that, and you don't have anybody else around you, you really start to hear yourself, you start to see what you like, what you don't like, what you want to do, what you don't want to do. And you really get to discover yourself when you are by yourself in Thailand was where I learned to love my bare face. It was also where I was, you know, learning to be okay in solitude because I was gone for six months and I was by myself. And then of course, you know, along this, since I was by myself, then that independency as well, and not depending on somebody to grab me food or to go out with me to places in order for me to enjoy something. I did a lot of celebrating myself as well. Like my birthday occurred within this trip. And, you know, I bought myself a little cake to celebrate myself. I bought a lot of gifts for myself as well. Occasionally, I would buy flowers for myself and just appreciate the beauty of flowers and just feel like I'm loved and I'm so worthy of these flowers. So those were the kind of things that Thailand really allowed me to work on and to improve in. Now, I'm not saying that you need to go on a solo trip to Thailand for six months in order to work on these kind of things, but that you need to find a space or a time where you can work on yourself alone and that you don't have anybody else creating noise or chaos in your head. It could be as simple as booking a hotel in your same state and just taking the time to go appreciate the scenery or the cafes in the area, things like that. Like When you do things for yourself, by yourself, then you start to hear yourself. Once I started loving myself, and practicing these practices that I mentioned, I started to improve and I started to better love others. The relationship with my partner started to improve because I was no longer dependent on him and I didn't have a lot of expectations of him anymore. My relationships with my friends and family started to improve where the expectation as well of them as a friend or as a family, I didn't expect them to celebrate me I didn't expect them to do XYZ in order to show me that they loved me or cared for me. And I even went as far as to where I started to realize that I didn't know my friends and family's love languages. So I started working on improving that as well, where I would get to know and analyze my friends and family and see what is their love languages and how I could better reach their love languages. This is how I see it. Let's say you have two circles. You have a very big circle and then you have another circle within the inside of that big circle. Between that big circle and your small circle, it's all filled up, right? But that center circle is not filled up. Outside of that smaller circle is the love that you give to other people. And oftentimes, we have a lot of love to give to other people, right? It's only natural of us to love other people first because you always hear, I love you, and you don't hear, I love me, right? But when you love yourself, then you fill in that small circle. And that small circle allows your whole circle to be filled. And so when you fill up your small circle of your self-love, then you can better give it to other people. And that brings us to the message of today's episode. The message of today's episode is that you must give love to yourself before you can better give it to others. It's not that you won't know how to give love to others or that you won't love others, but that you could be better and you could improve and do better for others 
if you learn to love yourself first. So I hope that you take this message and really consider it if you haven't realized this already, because I think that it's really crucial that you know how to love yourself before you love others. Before we close off, I want to share a little quote from my inspo, Jay Shetty, of course. Um, and I want you to sit on it and think about it, okay? Um, I know that a lot of us don't have the opportunity or we don't think too much about being in our own space. So I want to leave this season and this episode off with this amazing quote from him. The reason why you can't hear yourself is because you're never by yourself. You're always in a crowded space physically or mentally. Turn the volume down. Silence has so much to share. Jay Shetty. I believe it to be so true. When you give yourself that space to be by yourself, do things by yourself, for yourself, you really learn to love yourself. And that is the only way that I feel like I could describe self-love as. Thank you so much, boss, for tuning in to season three about love and a journey to self-love with me. I hope that this season was everything that you had hoped for and that it opens the door to, for you to discover yourself or for you to find things about yourself that you never knew. And if you were just here to just see my journey and just be proud of me, thank you so much for supporting me as always. I hope to see you guys in the next season where I will be talking about all of my experiences in my solo trip to Thailand, Project Finding Me. I hope that you guys have a wonderful rest of your week and that you stay being the bad boss that you are. Bye.